Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Oh, beautiful. What a beautiful song. The Battle Belongs. That is the 20. What is the name of the song again, my brother Max? The 20 Worship Leaders. Battle Belongs. I see you, Maxwell. I'm watching you. <laughs> my guest is in the studio, my family. Let me just paint a picture for you. You know, radio in, with radio, you just listen. You can you can see, right? So she's wearing a green. Is that green? Is it lime? It's lime. <laughs> it's lime. She's wearing a lime dress. Her nails are green. I don't know what this is. It's teal. Uh, uh, you see it, girl? She's teaching me things. It's a lime dress. The nails are teal. Yes. The earrings is teal a color. Yes, it is a color. Okay. Google, you'll find it. Teal. Okay, all right. <laughs> Maxwell, Google teal if it's really a color in the meantime. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Earrings are teal. Hair done. Is it dreadlocks? Yes. Hmm. And you're looking radiant. Thank you so much. <laughs> so blessed to have you here in Studio Lerato. How have you been? I've been mothering. Yeah, yeah. Motherhood has been keeping you busy. And by the way, family, you know, I love God. Lerato and I went to the same primary, not primary. It was called middle school. Back then, it was from grade uh, five. Yeah. Uh, Not five. It can't be. Five, six, seven. Yeah, there was. I don't know which grade that is. We are all school. We don't even know. We're in the same class, but we were in the same class. Yes. Who would have known? Who would have known? I mean, this is over twenty years. Yes, and we Hello. meet. Our paths cross again, and I'm You're I'm so excited. Same here. Yeah. So so when God says, "For I know the plans I, I have, have for you," know. these are some of the things He means. Mm, yeah. Mm. Hi, Lerato. Excitement. <laughs> Now, please uh, briefly tell us about yourself. Like, tell the listeners who you are, you know, where you come from, what is it that you do. Okay. Before we get into our meetup okay. for today, just about yourself. Well, I'm a wife to a, the most wonderful man on the earth. Mm. Like, that one God handpicked for me. <laughs> you're, you're, you're dark yeah. and handsome. Yeah. I'm yeah. a wife. I'm a mom to three beautiful kids. Um, I do radio on the side. I study psychology, um, but I'm that girl, the next door girl. Hmm. So, like, I'm that simple girl. Mm. Yeah, I would just put it like that. Yeah. And now, please take me through your journey with autism, you know. Take me through the first time you found out your first child was. Mm. You you know, with autism, I never know if if we we call it a diagnose, Mm. you know, how to describe Mm. it, you know, but... Take me through that moment knowing that your child is diagnosed with autism. Okay. Um, my eldest was born got 2012. Okay. And we only got the diagnosis when he um, got 2017. And that was uh, 13, 14, oh. like four years later? Yeah. Okay. But I must say when he was two years old, my mother, who was a pediatrician nurse then, she yeah. said, you know, I think I'm seeing symptoms of autism, momos. And I was like, Ama, you know, you guys being nurses, you see these things everywhere. So I just dismissed her. And then fast forward a few, say like a year later, and then we started getting complaints from Crutch. Like, you know, the teachers would say Musa is disruptive in class. He does not focus. He tends to leave the class. And it's like he's living in his own world. Already, he wasn't talking. Mind you, he only started talking when he was seven years old. Hmm. So I I would say that was the time when we noticed, when my mother, actually, she's the first one who noticed. Hmm. And yeah, and then... He still was, I mean, he was almost three, four. He still wasn't talking. And then he had um, temper out- outbursts. Hmm. And we couldn't know exactly, we didn't know what was happening. Until one day, I think this this, this was it, when one teacher said, Sissy, how about taking this child to a special school? I think I lost it. I went to the 
office, like principal's office. I'm like, you know, if you don't want this child in class, just tell me. And but then sure. I, I think I knew that something was not quite okay, mm-hmm. but I was in denial. Sure. So that's when we took him to the speech therapist, and then 2017 they were diagnosed. And the thing is, we took him to get screening, not knowing that the little sister was also autistic. So we only found out sure. when we got to the office that the, when the special therapist said, actually, it's not just him, the sister's also autistic. But were the same symptoms that your no. mother saw on your elders, also no. on the little girl? We, we were actually shocked. Nah, I didn't see anything with Kitu. Kitu looked like she was okay, although she still wasn't speaking. But I thought maybe, you know, girls, I mean, kids are not the same. Okay. So I thought maybe Lena... Um, maybe it's just slow. Yeah, yeah. like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when, when the therapist said actually both of them it's like my my husband and i were gobsmacked like i don't understand we didn't we missed the signs but then when they started going through the checklist but they're saying is she doing this we're like yeah is she doing this and we realized actually we didn't see that hmm. but she already you know she had the the symptoms sure family as lerato and i are talking please if you have any questions any comment any testimony you know anything maybe you also have a child with autism you want to share your story you're welcome to do so 0826572729 that is our whatsapp line drop us a voice note or send a mm-hmm. message 0826572729 now lerato for someone who's at home listening and they're still wondering what is autism i think that should have been the first question but how do you best describe it for someone listening Listening, who wants mm. to understand? Maybe they also suspect <laughs> that something is wrong with their child. Yeah. What is autism? Autism, is and I know autism is different, right? It's yeah, different it's different stages t- yes. with, uh, with different children. Actually, it's a term that was given to a group of complex okay. neurodevelopmental yeah. disabilities. All right. Um, they started mentioning this term in the 1900s. All I mean, right. you know, being black people at the time, I don't think we were exposed to such information. Hmm. But um, what it does is it. it, it it causes challenges that are eh, how can I put this like the child becomes challenged when they have to communicate okay. there's delays in speech and communi- speech and language um, they display repetitive behavior okay. um, they, they look like they're in their own world man okay. like you can't they are different from any other child yeah. Yeah. and I mean sometimes like with my kids you can look at them and they look like everything is fine until you spend time with them and they do little things like you, and know, you they, realize yeah that, like yeah. Musa would scream they would flap their hands okay. or they they just it's like they don't want to be around people. I have a colleague, Bongile, mm. uh, she also has a son with autism. That, uh. And the son turned 15. Uh, oh. When was it? Was it on Monday? When Prosper turned 15 on Sunday. <laughs> but, you know, he was celebrating his 15th birthday. Oh. And Bongile used to mention that one of uh, the stages when, of her stages when she realized that, you know, her son something was not right and mm. uh, he used to be attached to one object i don't know if you yes, can relate. yes yes like Musa, there was one yeah i, I don't remember if she said it's a t-shirt <laughs> but she always you know would go for that yeah. one color most i had of. obsessions with um charges like okay. charger cha- the like, cords okay like we, we would lose charges like what we house. used to charge our cell phones yes yeah. yeah. i would just play around with those things you know he just wants to be holding that thing okay. i don't know why those all were right. some of the terms you know what if i were to tell you all the symptoms we would sit here because there were so many and sure. some of them now nah, i missed them i didn't even see that mm. okay this is part of what's happening but in, in a nutshell it's, it's a neurodevelopmental complex I hear you. Yeah. So for 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 someone who's listening and they want to understand, like you say, you can see it's, it's in is in the small little things. Mm. And I think many times parents ignore the signs. Yeah, we do because you you almost feel like um, 
it can't be me it can't oh, be me yeah. like you know kids are not the same mm. they develop di- like a different paces mm. so you almost like i mean it's a fate that the child will be okay true yeah and but lerato until this far how has the journey been like you know what are some of the highs and lows of having to raise a child with autism i think initially i was i was sad i was upset i was angry at god i felt like it was his fault and um i went through a journey of of anger, of depression, hmm. eventually acceptance. Yeah. And I was young. I mean, this was a couple of years ago. Sure. Um, I'm in my 40s now. I'm looking at life differently. I've learned to navigate my way around them. Mm. And the kids, they are so happy. They're growing well. They are well taken care of. They, they're very, very, like, when I say happy, they're very, very happy kids. Yeah, okay. And um, I think for me, personally, my husband and I, it brought us closer. Sure. We have a different relationship with God right now mm. because we have we've, we've been able to see him beyond the diagnosis you know sure. we have seen Powerful. his hand Amen. like how he's been there for us hmm. and um yeah i mean like every day it's a new experience you know hmm. what you think you know today tomorrow becomes something totally different hmm. and um they i think they are intelligent these kids i, I love the way I they they are intelligent <laughs> and very much perceptive like sure. they 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 view the world differently from us and i think because we're living in this in this what, what do I call it? In <laughs> this place where we, we name things and mm. we say this is how mm. to live. Mm. They come with an alternative way of living. Sure. I mean, I was telling my sister this morning that I, it's almost like I wish the world had um, a control panel room okay. where they can adjust the sounds and the contrast for them because mm. they are just trying to survive in a world that is overwhelming for them. Sure. But they are very, very intelligent. Mm. And also, you know, in terms of family and friends and colleagues and church, is it difficult having to be around people when you have a child with a special need like autism? Do you know what? You almost have to explain to everyone that, guys, if you're inviting us, this is what we come with and mm. expect one, two, three. Sure. So initially, a couple of years ago, at church, it was a bit difficult because mm. some people didn't understand. We ended up not going to church for a while mm. because we, it, it was just that you get into the auditorium, you have to go back because the child is getting sensory input that is just too much. They, you know, they, sure. they're just overwhelmed. Mm. And sometimes you miss out on other family gatherings because mm. you know it's going to be too much for them weddings you know you know family so, reunions you yeah can't be there. i'll be that parent that papa goes and then i stay with the kids yeah or sometimes we, we change and then yeah. i go he stays with the kids because mm. with with them they can't stay in an overcrowded place for a long time sure. you will start seeing reactions like mm. you will throw herself on the floor she will start going she will just go and hide she will start crying Sometimes she bangs herself. Like, you know, you, you start seeing that mm. this is too much for them. Mm. We need to go. Yeah. So it, it's stuff like that. But I must say, the family, my family, my in-laws, my immediate family, they've been understanding, they've been supportive. Yeah. My mother-in-law had to sit the, the, the cousins down and explain that what's happening. Now they know. Um, it's just that sometimes when you go out, with, especially into areas where people don't understand what's going on, you know, you, you take them, like people can be mean. Like, hmm. you know, people can be mean towards sure. your kids and hmm. you, you can't go around and explain to everyone why what? the kids are yeah. behaving this yeah. way. Okay. I remember there was this incident. Kitu was, was like trying to walk within, you know, like, go check us, like with the tellers. Okay. I don't know what they call them. The aisles. The aisles, yeah. yeah. So Kitu was trying to, is the, girl. The, the little girl, yeah. yeah. She was trying to walk across and then this lady just pulled her like, and her, her hair got stuck into a trolley. Oh. And she was just like, who's mad? Whose child is this? And I almost wanted to talk to that woman and just, but I thought, you know what? Kitu just wanted to do something mm. and she thinks Kitu's misbehaving but I know Kitu's trying to run away from something. Mm. So you, you get those moments where you just 
you, you choose mm. your battles. Like sometimes sure. you just want to say something, but sometimes you just say, you know what, they don't know. Mm. It's fine. These are my kids. It's okay. Sure. And right now, there's probably a parent listening who's in the similar same situation. They have a child with autism or a grandchild or a family member. You know, what sort of best advice or encouragement can you give to them, especially in raising a child with autism? You know what? <clears throat> I think first and foremost, I like saying that no mother, no woman dreams of having kids who are who, who have like special needs you yeah. know mm-hmm. um it, it happens whether it's autism yeah. or down syndrome it, whatever uh, no, need yeah, yeah. Mm. we don't get a manual hmm. you, you're not told that this is how to raise these kind of kids yeah or what of, of course we've got like those motherly instincts but um when when it's kids with special needs you have to go an extra mile so first of all i'd say mama it's not your fault there's nothing you did for kids to be like that um you're doing the best you can and find out as much information as you can and you will grow along the journey. Mm. And if you're born again and you, you have accepted Jesus Christ in your heart and Savior, I mean, as, as, <laughs> in your heart as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. you know that you're not working this journey alone. He's yeah. always there. Amen. And he, he guides us. You know, I mean, hmm. I, I'm, I'm guided. Sometimes I find things that I've ne- I know is not me. They're not for me. Sure. They've the just Holy been with you know. You. So Amen. if you're born again, you're not alone. Mm. You have the Holy Spirit with you. Sure. And find yourself a community of people who are going through a similar journey. Hmm. And we tend to share advices. We, t- we tend to share information. And mm. eventually you realize that you're not the only one. It's a community of us. Mm. And you're doing the best you can. Yeah. And it's around the world. So it's not just in, in our country. It's True. all over. Mm. So I would say that, Mama, it's not your fault. You are doing the best. And sometimes all things, and it's the truth, all, all things work together for good. Mm. For those who love the Lord and have been called according to his purpose. We don't know why this is happening. Maybe mm. there's a bigger reason and you'll understand one day. But in the meantime, you can just be the best mom as you can. Mm. Just love the kids. Give them kisses. Put them to bed. Just be the best mom you can. Mm right sure. now because you don't know what's going to happen and and Lirato, as you're talking um, in terms of schools do we have enough schools that cater for children with autism because i, I i've read <coughs> so many stories of mothers who can't even go to work anymore mm. because schools can accept their children mm. they say take them to a special school but is there enough special schools or schools specifically for children with autism do you know what i read an article that was saying that, you know, that there is shortage of resources in our country. Mm. A lot of people don't know about autism. We, we don't have enough professionals who deal with autism. Sure. So with regards to schools, there are a lot of schools available, but they're expensive. Mm. They're private um, institutions and they're owned by people who, who like maybe psychologists. Sure. Um, so they're quite pricey. Yes, they are pricey. I mean, sure. can I just share that there was a... Before, before we took Mosa to a government school right now, it's a government um, autistic school. Okay. He used to be in a private school. We used to pay like almost 7.5 per month. Every month. That's a sure, lot of that's money. That's a lot of money. You know. Hmm. But this one, it's, it's like, it's not even, it's below half the amount of mm. money we pay right now. Mm. So I'd say um, we, we have a long way to go mm. as a country. Yeah. And I actually encourage moms that let, let's 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 stand up. Let's yeah. let's let's bring awareness. And I think as we're doing this, some of us who are doing psychology will actually get there mm. and, and become psychologists who can screen these kids, who can mm. build schools, who can get the awareness out there. Mm. You know, so yes, we do need a whole lot of resources with sure. regards to autism. And you know, do you think a child who has autism knows that something no. is I don't think they do. Hey, it's funny that you would mention that. I don't think they do. Yeah. Because, I mean... For them, they, they see themselves just yeah. like any other child. Yes, they yeah. do. I mean, 
I don't actually I haven't asked Musa what autism is because <laughs> to but them, does he know? I don't he think he knows. He knows he's, he's got allergies. I mean, oh, he would say okay. I don't eat gluten, I don't eat this, but I've oh. never, actually never asked him about autism. But I don't think he's aware because they they just live. Eh? Like I tell you, those those kids are happy. Like they're happy kids. They jump everywhere. They watch TV. They're happy kids. Hmm. I I think I should actually ask Musa and see if he understands. But I don't think they do. Hmm. Especially sure. during. I mean that. Musa is 10, also almost 10. Kitu is almost 8, mm. at least almost 2. I don't think they know. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Family, I'm with Lerato Mosedame in studio. She's my guest. Uh, t- uh, you know, just sharing with us her journey and also, you know, about raising children with autism. And if you have a question, a comment, a testimony, you want to share your story, drop us a voice note on WhatsApp. Uh, send us a message, 082 Let's hear your story. Now, Lerato, I'm looking at the time. At 5 o'clock, I'm going to read the news. And when we come back from the 5 o'clock news, you and I will be wrapping up on on what we're talking about this afternoon. But then you mentioned that you have a third child now, right? It's also a girl. Yes. What's her name? (laughs) Kitu Oh, it's Kitu. No, no, sorry. So your firstborn is Musa. Yes. Then comes Kitu And then Katleho. Katleho. Yeah. And you also mentioned that you recently also discovered yes. that she also has autism. Yes. Um, let me say um, we discovered that she has autism symptoms. Symptoms, okay. Yes, so we, it's not yet confirmed. Because we still have to go through a journey. Okay. They need to be screened. I mean, she needs to go through certain professionals mm. until we get to the point where she gets diagnosis, I sure. mean, diagnosed. Mm. And then that, that's the letter that we can apply to um, to special needs school work. Okay. So yes, I, I, I saw the symptoms. I mean I've been seeing them for almost a year. Yeah, from I, from I the was away. Two yeah. eldest ones, yes. Yeah. And I was like Ish. and this is because I I thought I did everything possible hmm. for this one to not have autism because when you do research you find out there could be different types of causes yeah. including vaccinations mm. and maybe the food we eat as well you know mm. so when I was pregnant with her I made sure that I avoided everything that I thought hmm. could Might could be cause the cause. yes mm. it's only recently that we found out that actually there's an like autistic gene in both my family and my husband's hmm. I didn't know this sure. and so there's someone who had autistic symptoms from my husband's dad's family okay and with me also from my dad's family there's someone so but we didn't know this only like i'm telling you i only found Mm. out like few weeks ago Mm. so when i saw her i was like okay but at the same time i was also glad because you know you all you almost um nervous that i hope this one is not sick and then when you find out like okay fine i know what do i need to do it's okay, and I, I felt like we we've, we've had enough practice yeah. with the with the other two, mm. so it's fine. And we're just observing her, and then we're just gonna go through this journey with her. The good thing is because we found this out early, unlike with the other two, yeah. then we can start intervention right now. Right now, so sure. I'm mm. I'm okay. I mean, they mm. they turn out to be okay. Musa is talking. Musa corrects you when you speak. Wow. So <laughs> I'm I know this little <laughs> one when she gets there. Ah, it's going to be a whole new experience altogether. Oh, beautiful. Family, mm. let's uh, keep it right here. We're coming back. Uh, here's a song by Danny Porter, Sp- uh, Speak It in the Spirit. And we, when we come back from the 5 o'clock news, Lerato and I will be continuing on the issue of autism and we are wrapping it up. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, 
or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique, and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.